Good morning, everyone. I am the Reverend Dr. Eric Rice, and I am the pastor of the Trinity of Whitmire, Amy Zion Church, located at 6198 Dogwaller Road in Whitmire, South Carolina. Hey, it is a privilege to be here this morning to let you know uh, that the Lord is still in the blessing business. I am encouraged this morning, and as you should be, because if the Lord has allowed the blood to still run warm in your vein this morning, that is enough, amen, to be encouraged about and to be thankful for. As we take a look at this day and what it brings, uh, it brings a man a refreshing feeling that God is still doing what he has always done, and that is to do those things in our lives that will make us better as a people. Today, we come today just to say thank you, God, for for being so good, you know, he's, he's mighty y'all. He's a, he's a blessing. He has been so kind and so good to us um, that we can't thank him enough for what he has done. So today, regardless of your situation and regardless of what you've been in, amen, uh, I want to say to you that God, amen, is the greatest thing that has ever happened in my life. And regardless of, of, of things, Lord, they may seem to contradict that fact. I still believe in him and I believe that he is a way maker. So today we're going to worship him today in spirit and in truth. As we go uh, to the sanctuary, we're going to listen to the song. Amen. And it says, simply says, uh, anointing fall on me. Amen. Fall on me, anointing. Fall on me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me, Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me. Anointing, anointing. Would you lift your hand and say, "Fall on me, fall." Let the power, let the power, power 
of the Holy Ghost fall on me. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, we want you to go with us to Genesis, the 22nd chapter. Uh, I'm going to begin reading from verses, verse number one, uh, all the way through verse number 14. So as you are finding your place, uh, you can catch up with me. Uh, I'm going to begin and it talks about uh, Abraham's faith being confirmed. Um, now, it came to pass after these things that Abraham's uh, faith was tested by God. And he said, God called Abraham and said, Abraham, and Abraham said, here I am. Then he said, take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there a burnt offering, or as a burnt offering, on the mountains, as which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering, and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off, and Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, the lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac as his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him, for now I know that your fear of God, uh, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horn. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide, as it is to this day. In the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Amen. Amen. A little bit of reading. Amen. But we're going to just simply use for a text this morning. Uh, we're going to talk about a test of faith. Uh, 
a test of faith. Let us pray. Lord, we're grateful for today. We just ask that you allow the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart to be acceptable in our sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. For it's in the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. Amen, church. Listen, whenever you attend a place of higher learning or any place of education, when or after you uh, have been there and have been taught, uh, the one who does the teaching is the one who gives you the test. The more than more often than not, amen, the one who gives the test is not doing it that you might fail the test, but they are doing it to expose the student to find out what if he or she has been teaching has gotten into the mind of the student. They are making sure that there is something on the inside. It is not only the teacher's responsibility to teach, it's also their right to test. The real lesson, amen, of this story where we are reading in our text is challenging because it is what we call Satan free or devil free. The issue with the story is that it shows us uh, a side of God that we uh, don't want to embrace in our lives. It shows God in a way that grandmama didn't tell us about. Uh, my grandmama often told me about the goodness of Jesus, but she hardly ever talked about the wrath of God. Amen. Most folk would tell you that God is good and he is, but sometimes he, a man can be something different. Uh, uh, sometimes God poses and postures himself as your opposition. Uh, you might agree, disagree with that. Uh, but, but sometimes he'll pose uh, as the opposition. Whenever God wants to test your faith, he doesn't hire uh, Satan to do it. Sometimes he does it himself. Amen. See, see, most of us will trust God when we know that Satan is involved because we know that he has already been defeated. Most of us will trust God when we know that uh, Satan is on our tracks because we know that God will take care of him. But but when it's God, church, uh, we don't have any scripture to quote. When God is challenging us or when God is testing us, uh, we can't say out of our mouths that the devil is a liar. When, 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 when it's God, church, doing, uh, allowing things to happen in our lives, we can't say no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Amen. We can't say I'll make thy enemies thy footstool when God is the one allowing us to experience trials and tribulation. And the question is, uh, what, what do you use against God when it's God? Amen. A little humor there. Most of us blame everything on the devil because it don't feel right when in God, when it's God allowing these things to happen. Amen. So we must rewind, uh, sometimes in order to go forward. In verse number one, uh, chapter 22, the Bible says that after these things, amen. Uh, well, uh, I've previously preached a sermon and that, that talked about another part of this story, uh, when, when, when Isaac was born and how Abraham was blessed, he had, uh, land and he was thriving, had a great family. His house was in order. Amen. But then in the text, you will see these words that simply says after these things, the Bible says that the Lord tempted Abraham. Uh, after he had been doing good, uh, here comes trouble. Have you ever been in that situation when you were, everything was just going well and all of a sudden trouble showed up? God shows up as a teacher 
with a test. Uh, it happens in our life sometimes. See, most of us are trained to think that God would not do that. But as soon as you get a new job, uh, sometimes uh, uh, trouble shows up. Listen, if, if God is the one that bless you, he has the right to test you. That's the point I'm trying to make today. Uh, the, the, the one that blesses you is the one uh, that has a right to give you the test. And God knows that if he sends the devil to test you, he's doing you a favor. But when he does uh, it himself, it is to push your faith to another level. Uh, that's why I don't brag, because I I, I know uh, that everything that happened in our, my life, it wasn't because of me. Amen. It was because of what God has done in my life. I said after uh, uh, after these things, that's what the text says, uh, things change. He, he, here's the text. Here's the text right here. God says, take your son, the one I gave you, to an undisclosed place and sacrifice him. That's what God told a man to do with his son. But 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 when you dig deep in Genesis chapter 17, verse 7 and 8, you remember that God told Abram, Abram at that time uh, that I'm going to bless your seed and generations after him. God made the promise in chapter 17, but in chapter 22, God told him to go and kill the promise. Did, did y'all pick up on that? God made him a promise. Abram a promise in chapter 17, but in chapter 22, God told him to go and kill the promise. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, Abraham is caught in the middle. God says, here's the promise. That's life. Then in chapter 22, he says, here's uh, another promise. That's death. But look at it. Abraham says yes to both. He did not waver. He said yes to both. Sometimes God does this. He will call you and then work against you for your good. Amen. I know it sounds deliberate and we don't seem to think that God can do these things, but my Bible tells me that not only is God a God of love, but he is also a God of wrath. Listen, God did it to Jacob. He shows up. Remember Jacob? He shows up in Jacob's dream and then wrestles with him uh, for real. Amen. He does it with Joseph. Amen. He shows up in Joseph's dream and then submits Joseph to a slave trade and rape allegations. He does it again with Job. He commends Job on being righteous, but then allows him to be attacked by Satan. He did it with the disciples. He he called them to come to him, then put them in a storm. Y'all remember that? He, he did it again with Jesus. He says in the Bible that this is Jesus, my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased, and then turned around and led him into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Church, I want to say to you this morning that it is a faith exam. It's a test of faith. Some of these things that we are going to, God is testing our faith. Amen. We, we got to be tested. In life, see, God evaluates our faith to see if we will say yes to the command of life and death. God says, uh, let's see. Amen. See, if you only say yes to God when it's easy or when he's blessing you, God becomes your uh, what some would call a sugar daddy and not your God. See, God is not just somebody that provides for me uh, whenever I, I'm in need, amen, and I thank him for doing so, but God is also one that is there to hold us accountable 
for those things that we may or may not be doing in our life. Now, God becomes who uh, he wants to be in our lives by the way our faith, amen, is uh, used. That's why this story is about what the story is about. Uh, can God get a yes out of you when he sends you to do something you really don't want to do? God shows us in chapter 22 how a man responds to contradiction. God wants us to show ourselves to be faithful. Abraham's response was as such. The Bible says that Abraham got up early in the morning and he 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 headed to somewhere, not knowing where he was going. He, he, he didn't wait. Amen. He didn't waver. And the Bible says that it took him three days to get to a place. He didn't even know where he was going. And he was following God's orders. When he gets there, he says to his servant, y'all stay here. Me and the boy, we are going to go over to worship and come back to you. Listen, what, what, what God called a test to Abraham, he called it worship. See, when you are being tested, uh, don't neglect worship, church. When you are going through, don't neglect your worship. When you are, are down and out, don't neglect your praise. Amen. Continue to do those things uh, that are pleasing in the sight of God. The Bible says that he strapped Isaac to the wood and made him carry it. He seized the fire and the altar and probably said to his daddy, where is the lamb? Listen, the answer is worse than the question. Abraham says to him something that God never said to him. Abraham said that God will provide a lamb. Oh, we've got to have that type of faith, church, to realize that God will make a way, even when we can't see uh, our way. God will show up when we think that he won't. But God never uh, told him that. God, All God said to Abraham was take him and sacrifice him. That's what faith is all about. I don't know about you, amen, but what God is going to do, amen, he's going to do, and I believe it. I, I believe he'll fix it, amen. That's just the way I feel about it. So you can speak well about people that you trust, and I trust the Lord. Even when uh, people are not around you, amen, you can talk about them uh, in the best way, amen, because you know who they are. Uh, there's a particular scripture in the Bible that says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine own understanding and in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Amen. And what's going on in this boy's mind since he's about to be sacrificed by his dad? Uh, when he has to watch his own father kill him, amen. He he didn't fight it. He was he submitted, amen, himself to uh, allowing his father's faith to play out. Does that sound like somebody y'all know? Uh, to me, it sounds like Jesus on Calvary. Jesus laid down his life, and the Bible says that it pleased the Lord to bruise his own son. Amen. Uh, it, it pleased him. Amen. Uh, for our sake. Amen. Do you know anything that's that anybody today that's failing uh, the test of life right now? In order to truly worship God, church, you got to give up some stuff. When I worship, sometimes I lose something. Amen. He said he said uh, uh, to, to the other uh, servant, he said, me and the boy, we going to worship and we're coming back. Now, Abraham, if, if you are going up there to kill him, how are y'all coming back? Well, God raised him uh, from the dead once, if you read the Bible in depth, because at one time, his mama, Isaac's mama, was barren when he was born. Uh, 
Amen. But somehow God worked it out that she had, amen, this child. And if God did it, then he can and he will do it again. See, when you go through church, you've got to have a remembering a remembering mind. Your mind should be in remembrance. You've got to remember what the Lord has already done in your life. Uh, church, I want you to know that it's just a test of your faith. In chapter 21, as I go to my close, Abraham didn't believe God and lost a child. Amen. In chapter 22, he believes God and still about to lose a child and says yes to both. Real faith is not you getting your way, but God having his way. That's what real faith is about. You know the story. God provided the ram in the bush, but not until he had tested Abraham's faith. Church, it's a test of faith. Everything you're going through, I want to remind you that it's just a test. Listen, God always beats us to the place he is sending us to. Um, God often tells us to go places, but you've got to remember that if he tells us to go to a place, that he is already there. God is the only one that can show up late and still be on time. Let that sit in your spirit. God is the only one that can show up late in your circumstance. And when he shows up, he's still on time. John, amen, said in uh, the Bible, now behold the Lamb. It has been presented to you today. Behold the Lamb, church. He is the end of the sacrifice. God bless you today for listening to the word. And remember that what you're dealing with is only a test of your faith. If you're listening today and you're not saved, amen, we want you to um, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised you from the dead and the Bible says that you shall be saved. Right where you are today, you can receive it. The blessings from the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, we're grateful today for this opportunity to come uh, to listen to this podcast today. Just to hear you remind us, amen, that what we're going through is just a test of our faith. Now, Lord, we thank you for your greatness and for all the things that you have done. We thank you for allowing us to be awake this morning and uh, allow the blood to still run warm in our veins. Lord, I pray for our families this morning. Lord, I pray for our health, our life, and our strength. I pray that you will continue, Lord, to be in our lives, that we might never, may not ever forget, Lord, the great things that you have done. Lord, there may be somebody here looking for a special blessing this morning that needs a special prayer. Father, I know you know all about it. So, Lord, I pray that you will continue to bless them and keep them. And, Lord, grant them the blessings that they stand in need of. Now, Father, as we, uh, amen, uh, go throughout this day, I thank you for reminding us to remember the Sabbath and that we might keep it holy. Bless your name, O Lord. Continue to keep us, guide us, and hold us together, that we might continue to tell dying women, boys, and girls all about your goodness and all that you have done in your life. For it's in, in our lives. For it's in the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. We're going to play your song to end this, this worship service. Pray that you will listen to it. Amen. In its entirety, um, that you might, amen, know that God, amen, is still uh, doing things on our behalf. He's going to continue to bless us, church. We just have to hold on, amen, and not let go of his word. For it's in the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. 
This song is entitled, Oh, It Is Jesus. Have a great day, church. Is Jesus in my soul? For I have touched the hem of his garment, and his blood. Jesus in my soul. God bless you.